Welcome back. It's issue number 64 of the Infinite Backlog, which is a chronological tour of the best and most noteworthy Marvel comics. That is a podcast you are listening to and the tagline of that podcast. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm the kinky looking Andy. And with me are my co-hosts Shane the Dune Tube. Sorry, sorry, Doom. I didn't enunciate that right. Doom Tube. I knew I was the Doom Tube. I saw. I knew it. I saw I it, it in print, and I said, "Oh no, that's me." That's me. I'm a dirty little Doom Tube. <laughs> and Rory, the time sucker. <laughs> Don't make sucking sounds. Don't do that. Don't suck my time. Can you? What if? Can you suck your time out of my Doom Tube? <laughs> oh, that's pretty kinky looking. Um. <laughs> Today's comics featured the New Mutants, Spider-Man, and Thor, and they take us from August through November of 1984. And during this time, we got some bummers, which uh, actually I only really got one bummer, but it's a really, really big one. Uh, so let's start with a couple nice facts. The Transformers cartoon begins airing on television. <gasps> yes. Which I guess just kind of like made me realize that we're finally entering like we're sort of starting to tread on the ground of our other podcasts. Like we've entered the Saddam era. Uh, Saturday morning cartoons have begun to like really be a thing. And uh, I'm, I'm going to get some cross promotion. (laughs) Well, I just, I guess I have to swear to you that these, my historical facts will not just constantly be like, and the biscuits started airing on CBS. <laughs> like we're not, we're not going to do that. There's not this, this is some no, sort of. Cr- we all, yeah, no, we all know that this segment is for you to tell us terrible things that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so one more good thing that you'll actually really like Rory is that the Jeopardy Jeopardy transitions into a daily syndicated version uh, and begins being hosted by Alex Trebek. Yeah, dog, my boy, the boy, my boy, Alex T. I, I think th- I think probably my favorite piece of trivia about Rory is that he loves those daytime trivia shows and oh, those daytime game shows. Like you're you're always watching Jeopardy and the Wheel and shit. All right, I do not watch the Wheel. You don't uh, watch the Wheel? Oh my god, no! I and Jeopardy the Wheel. The okay. Jeopardy's pre prime time. Now I do like <laughs> I do like a little bit of. Price is right. Oh, okay. Yeah. I who hosts that right now? Drew. I think it's still Drew Curry. Is it Carey. still Drew? Drew Carey. I think it's Drew. Yeah, who's Carey. like unrecognizable. He doesn't look like he. He doesn't look like Drew Carey anymore. No. That dude has gone when through you, like when three you lose, transformations. When you, yeah, when you lose weight as an old person, it usually sort of mm-hmm. does some weird things. <laughs> Changes I mean, your fundamental shape. She'll uh, do it and, probably, but yeah, it makes you. It definitely takes a lot of uh, 
takes a lot yeah. of you know a lot of a lot of body out of the out of that face. It's, Your nooks become crannies used... and vice versa. And uh... Your nooks become crannies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he also grew a big beard too, so that also Jail. helps to, to sort of. Did really... he? No, he didn't. Yeah, I think who he's are got you? A beard. Who are you imagining in your head right now? <laughs> Drew Carey is a straight who question. Are... No, absolutely not. <laughs> Drew Carey beard. I'm Googling it. <laughs> he does have a beard. He looks like Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You were so ready to make me ma- make me the, the liar today. But you. Uh... <sighs> he got bearded, man. He's he's beardy. He's thinner. He's older. He he's looks like Kurt dude. Russell. He looks yes, like Kurt Russell now. He does. Drew Carey turned into Kurt Russell, and 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 he's made Price is Right uh, a better place. Um, <laughs> I would much rather watch Kurt Russell host the Price is Right. Can we please? <laughs> Look, we're we're having a lot of fun. Everybody's having a lot of fun. It's Infinite Backlog. Uh, another fun fact is that we haven't recorded this show for six weeks, uh, and and that has hurt me. I've missed I've missed doing this. I've missed reading these crazy comics, uh, and I've also missed talking about Ronald Reagan, who wins re-election during these months. <laughs> Mm, uh, Ronnie, good Ronnie, good Ronnie. Second term Ronnie, big bummies. That's a big Andy <laughs> Bummer, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> I think we should have a stretch goal on our Patreon that if we <laughs> we reach it, Andy has to get the Ronald Reagan tattoo somewhere on his body. <laughs> <laughs> just the just the just the Reagan face, like it's Reagan, but he's making a real big frown. <laughs> And it just says Andy's bummer, and it's on my ass. Ah, uh, yes, and he's like he has clown makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrifying! Silly. <laughs> I'm gonna put that in an AI later. We're gonna see what it looks like. Oh, <laughs> clown, clown Reagan frowning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> look. Last week for you. And quite some time ago for us, we read Secret Wars, uh, all 12 issues of Secret Wars, which was, I think, interesting, weird, and a big letdown. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's a big letdown for me. Uh, In the intervening time, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they did like their panel over at the San Diego Comic-Con, and they made a bunch of announcements, blah, 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 blah. If you follow that, if you like that, like I do, you're very excited. I'm not going to get into all of it. But they did announce one of the 2025 Avengers movies is going to be Avengers Secret Wars. And I know everyone is assuming it's going to be based on the Jonathan Hickman event from 2015. But I'm so there's such a part of me that for like weird podcast time suck vindication that I hope it's strangely based on that 1984 stupid thing that we read. Wouldn't that be great? (laughs) It would, and then we could re-release all of our episodes. I mean, I haven't read that one. Is there? Is there no? Is there sort of like no DNA from the original Secret Wars in that thing? There's a little bit. There is a little bit. I'm I'm working on like a, a lo- another long comic reading project. As I'm sort of trying to like read all the stuff that leads up to it, so that I can it can like properly land. I guess I guess those storylines have been brewing for a couple years. Um, but the the Doctor Doom is a major figure in uh, in both of them. And uh, in the newer one, I believe, unless I'm completely mistaken, Doctor Doom absorbs three different multi or multiple different multiverse versions of the Beyonder and becomes a god. Uh, multiple Man is also involved. Uh, okay. 
well, not multiple man, molecule man. Molecule, multiple, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the, the, the M man guys, but, but molecule man, just like he was in the original. I don't know. It's like they took a lot of the trappings of the original and made a much better story and kind of just had things from it in it and called it Secret Wars. They rebooted I, it. Yeah, it's interesting. It doesn't like plot wise, it's nothing like it, but there isn't, there's also a battle world, like that same sort of like, you know, a bunch of different worlds collided and made a sort of patchwork world, except it's like with universes this time. And so like the ultimate universe has like a chunk of their Manhattan next to a chunk of our Manhattan. And I don't know, it's a much crazier event. But, uh, you know, so that's that's probably they're going to do something with that. They'll probably introduce Dr. Doom, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, uh, if they do it on the 1984 Secret Wars, I uh, will shit and then laugh a lot. And then you will be so insufferable because we'll make everyone listen to our podcast episodes about it. Uh, but we're not talking about that today. I know everybody wants to talk about this Thor issue that we read that was masterful and incredible and uh, totally noteworthy. Rory, I know you got a lot to say. About Thor? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah are we doing it or we're we doing the thor right now yeah it's right now let's do it <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> a part of me enjoyed the fact that this was incomprehensible for 28 straight pages um and Part of me felt like I should think that it should make sense. You know, it's yeah. sort of like reading hieroglyphs where you're like, this is in the, somebody put these down in an order that was logical to them. But what I see is a bird next to a crocodile. Yeah. Don't you get it, Rory? <laughs> don't you? Birdodile. Don't you get it? I don't it? know, man. I don't fucking know, man. There's a sun monster. Um, which was cool. I mean, the pictures were cool. <laughs> the pictures were cool. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. The pictures were cool. <laughs> I, I. Yeah. The text was what bad. was. Okay, so. Why have we, we, did we read a, we haven't read a Thor in like three months, right? Well, so we were. This is like. This was this was my one concession. So here's here's the order of events. We were going to read a bunch of Thor, and then we started reading Thor consecutively. And Rory was like, "I hey. cannot." And so we were bending to Rory's <laughs> legitimate complaint. And so I looked on the internet, and I found what apparently people love about the Simonson run of Thor. And one of those things is this giant showdown with Surtur. And so I was like, what if we read this? And you were like, I can't handle very many of Thor in one week. And so I was like, okay, cool. What if we just read this, but one a week? And so we've been spreading this particular thing out for a couple weeks now. Except we did Secret Wars in the middle. And then we Uh, took a six-week break. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But so so does this... So it does. This is... I remembered kind of what was going on, uh, but break notwithstanding. So it goes to Secret Wars and then just picks right back up like Secret Wars didn't happen. Like they just all go no. back to this battlefield. It so we're sort of like out Avengers of, are there. Yeah. No, we're, we're out of time. So this whole chunk that we're reading is actually from after Secret Wars. It's actually from 1985. So we're sort of like transplanting it back so that we can read it right now and and spread it out over some weeks. So, so the deal is 
what what part of I think part of what has made this a little incomprehensible is that it's sort of a summation of the first chunk of issues of Simonson's run. And so like there's this old dude who shows up and is like like a normal old dude and is yammering on about the casket of ancient winters and how he has to get to England. And this comic, this issue gives us no context for this. But if we'd read like several issues ago, I guess when Thor teamed up with this random old man, uh, maybe it would make sense. I still don't. Th- I still fully agree with you, Rory. I don't think the way that these storylines are laid out on the page are sensible. I don't think it makes sense yeah. at all. I think reading this is is bad. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I've been a champion for Thor so far, and I've I've liked these issues so far. This is this was this was crazy. Uh, like there have it's like there's five or six plots going on, and they just kind I of like know, drop us in the middle around. of each one. Yeah. And then, and then people are like teleporting back to Asgard while these, all these, like it is, is nuts. And then there's a troll who wants to eat a baby, which is so <laughs> awesome. Uh, the, the thing about Thor that's so frustrating, right? Is like, I know that you guys don't have the same sort of quibbles with the text as I do, but like, uh-huh. I want to enjoy the weirdness of this and the sort of just the dry boring unnatural tone that everybody speaks in just drags it down it just drags it into the mud and holds its head under there and just refuses to let this comic be fun i think yeah i mean i i I don't even think the text as much as doing that though of course obviously from your perspective the text is doing that for you but i also think that the the other everything else is kind of doing that like they're not i i think that this is a very take us seriously epic moment of Thor and there's not a ton of like reveling in the ridiculousness do you think it's yeah maybe it's trying to be epic I thought it was trying to be silly yeah I don't know maybe that's maybe that's part of the problem is that it's like unclear what they're trying to do yeah Uh, I like like there's a couple scattered moments I like right I mean like we get like two pages of Frigga and a bunch of Asgardian kids running into a troll bridge and that could have been interesting. And then I turned the page and we were back to fucking Sif. It just and goes, yeah. Beta Ray Bill. And I'm like, what happened to the troll? What's... <laughs> we didn't even get anywhere interesting with the troll. We just saw that there was a troll and now we're back on another plot. I don't know. They're trying to do too much in these issues. Uh, and I, I don't, I don't love it. I don't. Um, the upshot of this issue is that Surtur has gone to Asgard because he's realized Odin's there or whatever. He beats Heimdall, he beats Thor, and Odin is like, ah, now that you've wasted all your energy on my son, now I'll fight you with your, you being weakened. And then we end the issue. And there's a whole bunch of other shit going on. The casket of Edgar Winter and uh, and some other stuff. But isn't it, who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? This is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, I'm hoping it gets interesting soon. I think we're going to see this particular arc through, but it's just going to be one issue a week and... <laughs> Maybe two more weeks. Let me look at it. I think I think it's just two. I think it's just two more weeks. So, you know, we'll see it through to the end of this searcher fight and see if it gets any better. But yeah, I don't know. The casket of Edgar Winter. Is that is that what they say? (laughs) No, it's the casket of ancient winters. But ever since I I read it. I was like, come on, I want to take a free ride. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was like, was there a joke in this that I missed? Yeah. Because you glossed over it like it wasn't a joke. It took me out of the- <laughs> No, I just... You just kept moving. It's because he's such a good comedian. Right? No, no, no. Because <laughs> Andy's a stand-up guy. Ooh, nice. Shane? Yes, sir? We read two issues of Spider-Man. We did. Talk to me. What do you want to know? I want to know what you... Peter, Peter Parker's still <clears throat> sex pest. That hasn't changed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I enjoyed these two issues of the Spider-Man. Yeah, um, actually, it, it picked up a little bit for me here. Yeah, I the the drawing of Peter Parker was not my favorite. The art style is kind of taking a weird turn that I'm not into. The yeah. character they've never found a go. I don't think he's ever looked cool as Peter Parker, right? Like they've never found a way to draw him that is. <laughs> you I and don't know, you and Felicia Hardy share that opinion. <laughs> mm, mm, I'm pretty sure they put him in an animal cutoff T-shirt. So yeah, I'm talking about the face. Yeah, he's a real butter face, here. but but the animal he's all. He's, <laughs> Uh, yeah, from the neck, Parker, from the neck down, he's all face. animal. He's, he's, an, he's an animal, but a butterface. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, no, so we we kind of step in on some on some draw some action happening between Peter and the Puma and Black the Cat. The Puma, right? the Puma, who is just who's just some rich guy who can transform like, into a cat man. He's a furry. Morph- he can he can transform into a furry, right? And he yeah. he's like And he just trying... takes jobs. He's just a rich yeah. dude and he does yeah. and he does more he just does jobs and he's also and he's always like, Oh, my wife doesn't approve of it, how I'm the puma, how I do puma <laughs> <laughs> This is how, no how fucking do, stakes for this character. Stuff. Yeah, I'm oh. rich, but I she doesn't understand that I'm a kitty cat and I have to and I have to kill. God. <laughs> Whoa, my wife doesn't get it. Oh so, my god, it's yeah, so, so good. He, he corners Peter at his apartment. Mary Jane shows up. Peter's like, Mary Jane, you have to leave. She's like, I know you're Spider-Man. Peter drops a load in his pants about it. Like <laughs> he in between all of this, he has to go talk to Mr. Fantastic. Well, after this, he goes to talk to Mr. Fantastic about the suit. And, and Mr. Fantastic is like, uh, your suit's alive, dude. It's like sludge that wants to fuck you. And Peter's like, no a- way, get it off of me. And then the sludge starts to squeeze him really hard. <laughs> I gotta Can't say, leave. once a- once again, they completely miss the interesting element here, uh, the interesting character moment. Um Mary Jane believes Peter Parker. So she has figured it out and she's and supposedly has kind of, you know, had a hunch for a while. Yeah. And she basically thinks Peter can't trust her with this knowledge because she's such a dumb, dumb idiot. Mm -hmm. And that's. That's heartbreaking. Yeah, I would have loved to live in that moment rather than just like immediately love triangle. Yeah. Yeah. Because I want to talk about the black cat because. You know, obviously in the intervening time when we haven't been reading Spider-Man, Peter has sort of, well, I should say Spider-Man has sort of started a a real, like, friends with benefits scenario with Felicia Hardy, the black cat. Uh, And she's really only into it when the suit's on. (laughs) (laughs) And it's kind of fascinating. She's basically like, why does does Spider-Man have to be such a normie when his costume is off? Never take that off again. Why, you could be Spider-Man all the time, and we'd just fuck like crazy on rooftops. But then you got to be Peter Parker in this dumpy apartment. Uh, oh, she hates his apartment. She hates. I know. 
Oh, what a snob. Um, yeah, it's really weird. But obviously he's, you know, his dick's pointing one way and his heart's pointing the other to some degree. And uh, you can tell she makes him uncomfortable, too. Like, she's like, <laughs> when they have this love triangle moment. Well, he's such a fucking virgin. And she's, and she's just, like, constantly trying to get him to smash and he doesn't know how to handle it. <laughs> yeah. Well, MJ runs off and he's like, no, wait. And then black black cat's about to run off and he's like no wait but this time his like his suit sort of acts on its own accord and webs her back uh so i guess i guess the smash i do yeah i want i I do want to live in this moment here again because uh he restrains her against her will and then she's like oh i can't believe you would do that for me and not mary jane i guess it's time for me to fall in love with this Uh uh-huh uh Pretty gross, pretty gross. Yep. And I don't get how he is so gross for such a fucking worthless virgin. It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> He's, yeah, it's super weird. Like, he doesn't, I don't know, he knows that he didn't do that. Like, he's like, oh, I didn't ask for the webbing to come out. Uh, my suit's sort of. But she doesn't know. Little... Mm. She's into it. She likes yeah, how but he's she's vi- a bad yeah. person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's really not good. This relationship with Black Cat incredibly bad and uncomfortable uh but he's still pursuing it to some degree and uh i don't know i i i found it interesting but like also it just serves to say what we've said all the time which is that peter has yet to not be a gross boy um because (laughs) later we see him sort of like after all the ladies have gone he's like alone and he just like MJ, we see MJ alone, and her whole deal is like, oh, I can't believe I ran away from him again. I need to stop running from things in my life. And you're like, yeah, girl, get, get yourself together. And we see Peter on his own, and he's like, why do things have to be so complicated? Time to, time to put on my little bathrobe and fucking swing, <laughs> swing D around the house. The shortest <laughs> bathrobe I've ever seen. And he just, and he just, just drapes himself over, <laughs> over the bed is- like a sleeping lion. <laughs> yeah, it is a t-shirt. It's literally a t-shirt. Oh shit. Um yeah, so like Shane said, he brings his, he brings his suit finally to Reed Richards to be like, this thing's kind of weird, right? What's going on? He finds out it's alive, is rev- like revolted immediately, like, oh shit, this thing's alive and I've let it live on me and it's been feeding off of me. What does it eat? My juice? Um, Ew. And and then also like what was it? Was it uh, who? Oh, that's right. The puma when they're fighting, he gets webbed up and he like smells the web and he's like, "Your webbing is organic." And Peter's like, "My webbing's organic." <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's like it's like alien jizz, dude. It's fucking <laughs> gross. Your suit's nasty and it's yeah, nasty it's for you. Nasty. I'm a clean, <laughs> clean cat. I'm a clean, clean, clean kitty cat, and you're fucking. <laughs> Nasty, dude. <laughs> this is not going to make things better with my wife. <laughs> uh, my favorite my favorite part of this is that after he's like, I don't want that fucking suit. He's still really worried about his secret identity with Johnny and Reed. And so Johnny's like, I got you, boy. And he this gives him one the of their best part. It's, this it's is good. the best thing we no, read and, and, today. And you know, what's funny is that uh, sort of I feel like. Sort of a a keystone part of Peter Parker is that he's supposed to be pretty funny and like he's supposed to be the quippy guy, the quippy fun, uh-huh. you know. The oh, the first time this comic has been funny in its entire history 
is a <laughs> joke from Johnny Storm. That's, yes. That's so intense. That's like, <laughs> what a thing to say, Rory. <laughs> it's like, kind I, it, it's of not, real. It's not aggressively it's... unfunny, but it's, he's, never, he's never showed a real sense of humor the way these pages have an obvious sense of humor. He's if he's the he, sense of humor character, it has not come across on the page. He just dresses like a fucking animal and is mean to women. That's what we say. <laughs> <laughs> and his quips are always like they don't make me laugh out loud. They make me go, huh? Like uh, I, I exactly. sort of smirk and go, huh? But he just drops puns while he's punching. Johnny Storm puts him in an old Fantastic because they've they've changed their Fantastic Four outfits, right? So they've got the OG suits just sort of in a closet somewhere. He gets him in one of those. And he makes him wear a paper bag with eye holes cut in. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if the comic officially ever calls him this or if this is a fan name, but on the Marvel Wiki, they call this the debut appearance of Bombastic Bagman. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I adore that. That's incredible. It's really funny. And then the onlookers, because he has to stop a murder or a bank robbery, of course, while, mm-hmm. he's, while he's swinging home in his bag, in his paper bag. Uh, they're always like, what does the bag mean? Who is this bag <laughs> what's the, man? What's the symbolism behind the paper bag? It's really funny. <laughs> it's so good. I Probably my favorite part about it is not only the kick me sign on his back that oh, Johnny right. Storm has, <laughs> has attached to him. They kick me, they kick me sign. But the fact that this suit is so dumb and loose on Spider-Man's it's, little it's body. Dumpy, these dumpy except, pajamas. It's, it's probably except, Ben Grimm's. Except for his ass. Oh, yeah. You gotta yeah. let, you gotta let, you gotta that let is the only, hang. it is like so tight cupping his little peaches and the rest of it is loose and dumpy. You can't say that. <laughs> 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 Fuck. Um, anyway. That's what happens to these Spider-Man issues. I assuming I assume we're uh we're prepping for next week a, a showdown with the symbiote. We are uh we are shown at the very end of the second issue that the symbiote is raring to bust out of the tube that Reed Richards has trapped it in. So more on that next week. We have one other what place. What kind of to... tube is it? What what kind of it's, Oh it's, that's not the Doom tube, it's a different it's, tube, isn't it? Yeah, but it could be a doom tube. I think a doom doom tube tube. is whatever tube you want, Rory. It's any tube with enough doom in it is a doom tube. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's one more stop on this this train today. We we read three issues of The New Mutants. Well, some of us read three issues. (laughs) Others read all of every single issue. (laughs) Yeah, figure out how to get there. (laughs) And in the. I have a pretty well organized spreadsheet that we uh, that we all work off of that tells us what issues we're reading every episode, uh-huh, and uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. and Shane uh, Shane seems to have uh, had a little bit of an oopsie on the on the yeah, reading. Yeah, usually front. reserved right. for a Rory a Rory oopsie because I don't <laughs> yeah. read on the Marvel Unlimited, and sometimes there's some miscommunicates that happen mm-hmm. with issue numbering. But uh, as far as I know, these issue numbers are straight out of the Marvel Unlimited. Mm-hmm. Right, so there, there's yeah. no possible way for a mix-up. There's logistically I mean, no. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry, we don't get to drag you very much, Shane. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. First off, we normally read things in order. Normally, all right. Mm. And the issues that I read today were right after in the order, ones we read the true. last time. 
They were in order. And I'm yeah, sorry yeah, yeah. that the 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 second digit was the first digit of the ones we would have been reading anyway. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. yeah. Okay. You read what? Eight, okay. eight, nine, ten, and we were supposed to read 18, 19, 20. So I, Listen, it's a, I, I totally get it. I totally get it. Were they, were I they good? I saw the birth of Magma. I saw the birth oh. of Magma. Yeah, you did. I saw, You're exonerated. I saw Magma show up on the team, and I saw Shan dying. So fuck you guys, okay? Which, <laughs> I have oh. insider knowledge. I have insider oh, knowledge. Okay, I don't know actually, if Shan's dead. I, I want right, to hear from Shane. The judge has just ruled not guilty. No, you know, <laughs> the birth yeah. has not been met. You're a free man. You're a free man, and I would love Thank it actually you. if you really if you briefly told us about uh, Shion dying, and then yeah, Mag was a new member of the New Mutant, who I guess is like some sort of <laughs> from a from a Roman colony that still survived in Brazil. Please tell me so about this. Stupid. Okay, so they're in Brazil <laughs> in the rainforest, right? <laughs> And they're like, they're just hanging out in the rainforest and they get attacked by some dude who wants to find treasure or some bullshit. And they get attacked by these indigenous people. And they're like, oh no, we have to fight off these indigenous people. So the indigenous people get thrown into the river and all of their like makeup washes off. And they realize that this girl is like blonde uh, and she was just really dirty and she didn't have black hair and she wasn't oh. indigenous. Oh, which I don't is like that vibe. Insane. Okay. So then they get taken through this like cave and they find this Roman colony and they're like oh we heard that there was a secret Roman civilization hiding somewhere in the heart of Brazil and it was like did you did you hear that <laughs> so then they get fucking kidnapped they get thrown into the Colosseum together they get drugged with a drug that makes you like bloodthirsty and you have animal instincts so they all start fighting each other then um Freaking uh, Ronnie, who she tells some girl to pronounce it rain, which pissed me off. Uh, <laughs> Ronnie turns into a, turns into a, a wolf, a red wolf in front of all the people. So then she gets regarded as a god because they think she's the wolf who mothered Romulus and 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 mm. Regulus or whatever. Yeah. Um. And then and then there's this other war god who is kidnapping girls and sucking their life force out of them and she tries to do it to Danny but then Danny's like no I have to save my friend this blonde girl who we saved from the rainforest and the fucking god pushes her into a magma pool and then she bursts out and she is magma and so that's it I that's do, all you I, I, magma's cool I do want to say the uh, secret Roman colony in Brazil is not that Far off from reality. Uh, if anybody, are you guys familiar with the Confederados? No. These would be the uh, Confederate uh, people from our country, from our great, from the great nation of America. Uh, when they found out they were losing, uh, Brazil offered <laughs> to let them come set up a slave state in Brazil because oh. they were still like big on slavery, and the Confederates oh. were like, "We're big on slavery too." Now here's the difference: uh, the Confederates had never actually organized like the logistical part of getting people to be slaves. <laughs> they just bought them all uh, and, right. and so they showed up in Brazil and tried to make people be slaves and they were like, no, bro. And these <laughs> oh fucking God. dumpy white losers who never like didn't know how to do it. So they were like, I guess we'll just have our own racist town with no slaves, but we would have slaves if we could, just so everybody's we on could. the same page. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Fuck. Yeah, look yeah. at the Confederados. They're wild. <laughs> That's and they were ridiculous. bad at everything because you know they never <laughs> built anything with their hands. Uh, or, My and, hands? My or, hands? <laughs> nor did they, you know, 
uh, put government together on their own. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So we have Magma now. She's got a Roman, like, Latin name. I don't remember what it is. It's like, oh, God. Uh, I wrote it down somewhere, but I, it doesn't fucking matter. It's she's like not, it's like it's like Jayanna or or K- Katara or <laughs> Stephanie. It's probably it's like Stephanie or something. I don't know. I'm, yeah, it's probably Stephanie Shane. Um. Anyway, so we've jumped ahead. It's issues eighteen, nineteen, twenty of New Mutants. Amara. Amara. There we go. Um. So I. This is, a, this is a similar situation, right? So these weren't on our uh, reading list, but we were interested in New Mutants to a degree, even though we didn't love how it started. We were like, ah, I wish that we could like kind of jump to where it's good. So all, I did some looking around. Are we all on the same page that we're very glad that we did? These yeah. comics ruled. These fucking rocked. And the art was incredible. And this by yes. a guy named, uh, I have it's, it right here. It's Steve. Bill. Uh, I looked up the pronunciation. Bill, it's Bill Sinkowitz. Yeah, I if you believe Wikipedia, it's Sinkevich. But Okay, I believe that if it's like Polish with the W yeah. yeah, sure. But this dude, yeah, Rory and I both looked up this uh, this artist because this was his first issue. He took over as cover artist and interior artist. Fucking wild. This art is the cool some of the coolest art that we've seen outside of Frank Miller mm-hmm. in anything that we've read. And I think I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Shane. I don't know. I don't know anything really <laughs> about art to 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 a certain degree. But I uh, I feel like medium and style just like wildly different from everything else that we've been reading. Like I I don't know. I don't know how to even describe it. It has a completely different quality, a more like abstract feel than everything else uh, in the comics. And I I'm pretty sure it made a big splash. <laughs> Um, yeah, the inking is like alive, like the the line work is very energetic and it it's like it's alive on the page. Normally, normally for inking, it's very static and they mm-hmm. use like colors and text to kind of create the scenes. But the way the way this guy uses his inking to create space and depth, but also like movement is beautiful yeah yeah that's a good that is a good way of putting it i do feel like especially the demon bear or like any of the demons that he draws in these issues like yeah they feel like they're moving when they're not it's really mm-hmm. like it's really intense and, and his like, style will be sort of immortalized in a character we're going to meet soon called warlock who is sort of so all, all of these there's yeah there's this really chaotic you know line work right this and mm-hmm. and there's this character warlock who's this sort of basically a sort of energy monster this he's a sort of he's like code he's an alien and he's light and he's electricity mm-hmm. it's, uh, and, and and he looks he, he's got he's got the sort of crazy face that these that the monsters have in bear world yeah um, <laughs> and there's just kind bear of no world. way there's just kind of no way to draw him except in this style so i think that's fun that he's kind of got this permanent yeah. Uh, yeah, monument within the within the pages of New Mutants because this is fucking wildly dope. Yeah, and to my knowledge, Bill still draws for Marvel or anybody. I mean, I think he still does art. I don't know that he like plays this hard into the like avant garde. This is a this is a hot start. You should all look up these issues: the New Mutants, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Uh, this is the Demon Bear saga, and. 
if you remember, so Danielle Moonstar, she has her parents were killed by a demon bear. That's what she knows. They never came back. Her grandpa died after that. And she's been like tormented by nightmares of this demon bear. And they've been getting worse. And she's tried to tell the other new mutants about it. And even though they, they acknowledge this in the issues too, even though there is a literal sorceress in their group now with Ilyana, they're like, mm, but demon bear is like a, it's a little a step silly. too far, right? And, and here's <laughs> the fun thing. This is really silly, but it's taken, it's just treated with so much respect, despite the silliness. Mm-hmm. That you just have to love it. Like it's not, I don't think it's sort of, it doesn't, um, it doesn't stop being silly, but how much, how much effort went in to just make the rest of the comics sort of grounded around all this silly bear stuff that's going on is so much fun. It's just really fun. Yeah. The, the stakes they managed to set up here. So yeah. Cause so Danielle's literally dying in the hospital while they're fighting silly bears in bear world. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> She's like, she went off on her own to go fight the bear and thinks she wins, but then is just brutally gored by the thing. And all of her friends find her out in the middle of the fucking snowy woods and they get her to the hospital. They all get snowed in at the hospital with like, you know, some surgeons working late, some nurses. There's a cop there. They're stuck in there. It's just super late at night in a spooky hospital. And These issues, I can see how. Do you, if you remember the new Mutants film from a few years ago, they kind of went with the horror vibe. And so I've never this seen it. No, no, you nor should you. Um, <laughs> but that felt like a bit of a you know genre twist from from any new Mutants we'd read, right? And this is mm-hmm. the first one I was like, I can kind of see how they thought that they could do like a horror film with this with this content. Yeah, this is horror content. Yeah. There's like there's a there's a sequence that I I loved. Where like there's there's a cop and a nurse that are sort of trying to fuck and they're kind of off in the middle of, you know, some sort of dark hallway and they're like flirting and then everything gets dark and they're like, what's going on? And then we see the demon bears features in the darkness. And then there's this full like red panel where they're getting massacred by the demon bear. And there's like scrawly hand lettering letter E's around like and it's like terrifying Mm -hmm. this is spooky shit the demon bear manages to be very very spooky and i love it and one thing that i don't get about what's going on in these pages and it's i guess it's been building is that uh ron in particular as well as um i think uh roberto a couple of them very much don't trust that Ilyana's a witch and Mm. Ron in her horrifying half wolf chimera form is like, yeah. like get away from me you spooky witch <laughs> <laughs> yeah this sort of yeah as she's fucking in her death throes like the dog like the dog from full metal alchemist <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're too spooky it's like, I don't believe this at all you look like a fucking Chernobyl accident. Yeah, and she's like a fucking Valkyrie with the dopest sword, and she does magic. How are you not going to think yeah. that's awesome? Yeah, and Ilyana, again, fucking is dope all three issues. Just yeah. Front front to, front to back, dope. She Gotta full on saves it. the day. Um, 
no, it's 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 very cool. I again, the the stakes are very neat. That like they keep trying to telepath, like they're trying to telepathically communicate with Moonstar as she's like in surgery and she's drugged, and so like Ron is like trying to communicate with her, and it's weird, and she's not speaking clearly, but she's trying to wake up so that she can speak more clearly, which means she's like waking up in the middle of surgery and the surgeons yeah. are like, holy fuck. No, no, no. Give her more sedative. She's going to like go into shock and like, it's, it's really nuts. And then the whole time the demon bear transports them eventually to this, again, sort of bear world, this like crazy domain uh, where he can have more power and fight them. And the whole time we see the surgery going on in this like reality bubble uh, that like, uh, I think it's Ileana's like barrier. Ileana sort of set up a barrier around the around the surgery, so the bear couldn't kidnap uh, Danielle, and so he just yeah. took like the whole bubble. He took he took he just took as much as he could, yeah. and now it's just this like floating pocket dimension inside the bear dimension. It's fun. It was cool. It was just it was neat. It was like a constant visual reminder that she's still in yeah. active surgery, and this the doctors are like, "This is fucking weird," but I guess we. We're, we got to keep doing surgery, right? Like we're, yeah. we're <laughs> the best. We all acknowledge we're in bear world right now, but also, what the fuck? Do you, what the fuck else do we do? Yeah. We've got somebody on an operating table. Fuck yeah! I was just I was so thrilled reading this. This was just, this was so fun. The action was cool. There's like interpersonal drama that again, yeah, maybe it doesn't make complete sense, but like, I don't know. I love it. If I, I the only. The only thing I wish would have happened is that Danielle would have maybe woken up and gotten to participate a little bit more in her own demon. Um, but like, it's still really neat. It's the ending that's bizarre, I think. Um, there's like some, I don't know. <laughs> so there's, there's been some, some there's, there's multiple other kind of weirdnesses that are building throughout this. So for mm -hmm. one, we have Ron from the future is sort of around. Ah, uh, no. And, and so that's not Ron. So that is Rachel Summers. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. But she doesn't have the cat whiskers that I that I expect Rachel, mm -hmm. Rachel Summers to have. Yeah. So that's uh, Days of Future Past Rachel Summers. Who but, yeah. normally has cat whiskers. <laughs> right. Exactly. But she's she's <laughs> around for a second, like as a future plot thread that they're seeding. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's weird. Yes. We've got the flashes over to what you were talking about. Warlock. Yeah. So um, yeah, there's and there's some there's some spacey stuff going on with Corsair is hanging out with uh, Binary and Chode, who <laughs> <laughs> I did not name. <laughs> and and isn't uh, isn't Lalandra there with them too? It looked like uh, Lalandra. La it did look like Lalandra might be there. Yeah. And yeah. they think that there's something about that's about to go down with the X Men, but they're too far away in space to deal with it. Oh, I wish so, we could help. Fuck it. Guess we can't. Well, yeah. I think they're going to go anyway and get there when they get there. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. all this, all they this can't... space. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but at the at the very end, um, I guess one of the one of the things that happens is this, that cop and the nurse get like transformed into spooky demons. And maybe I missed this, but at some point they also got turned into Native Americans. And I don't know what's going on with that. It because it doesn't make any sense at all, but it is kind of fun in the sense that this is a sort of magical thing that doesn't make sense on purpose. So uh -huh. we're in the bear. The bear is in the bear dimension is basically an uncolonized America. Yeah. And yeah. so all of the people there are Native American. 
and when and when you sort of go through the bear cipher, you become the people. <laughs> you become the people of the dimension, which is Native American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they yep. they Ilyana manages to undemon them, but they're still Native American when they get back and to the real world. It's it is it's funny because they're like, we've been transformed. We'd like to be untransformed, please. And she's like. I don't have to tell you, like, there's no magic on you. And they're like, well, there's definitely magic on us because we're not Native American. <laughs> and Eliana's like, no, dude, you are, though. You're done now. <laughs> now you that, are. That, that process is done. You are this now. <laughs> uh, they, of course, uh, use words that are not fun for us to use. No. Uh, and true. it's kind of gross to read on the page. Um, but uh, I don't know. We're we're entering a period of of American history where it's harder to say, well, it was insert year here because it's 1984, and you know that's still a long time I'm ago, but it's continue. not that long ago. I I don't know how much rope I can and should be giving, but my impression seems to be there is a lot of foot and mouthing from people doing their best, and the and the yeah. and, and Chris Claremont I count among them. He's 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 as progressive as you can be for an old white guy. Yep. He's not as progressive as you can be, but you know, he seems <laughs> to be trying. That's and that's what I'm saying. And yeah, and there's a there's a he's not a where we'd of, like him to be by our by today's standards. I would describe it for me as like an earnestness to represent fairly. Like yeah. there is there's a desire on the page to connect with like not not like Looney Tunes depiction of native people, but like actual attempts at depiction and like their culture and stuff. I don't know how close they get, but like, it seems like they're trying and that's that at least informs the, I think the the desire for inclusivity is obviously there, right? Yes. Yes. The language around it is not where we'd like it to be. Yeah. Um, and I also guess I don't really like the, that the very end here that, that Danielle is saved magically by storm just showing up with a morlock named healer who just does <laughs> healing magic yeah he's i, I think that was just kind like, of just for fun because th- that's i mean for all we know the surge the surgery could have been effective and um i don't know if the healer did the healer give her the ability to protect to not be paralyzed was that in there i think yeah. that's the implication i think yeah. so yeah. so again it's weird because with you didn't have to write that she would be paralyzed if she wasn't going right. to, that wasn't good. So I don't know. It's deus ex machina E, but it's also like she was never actually dealing with that issue. She was right. in surgery and potentially going to be paralyzed. So it's also well, kind of like, do I it reminds care? me. I just of, don't care. It reminds me of when they cloned Xavier and put his mind in the clone. Oh yeah. And he hates him. legs now. <laughs> it's like we didn't need to do any of this but yeah, okay it, fine exactly um <laughs> but it did put we did get to see hot punk storm yeah she got that mohawk she's yeah, got we the love hawk. hot punk storm god and it's she, really good and she is she's the sort of unofficial queen of the morlocks now um mm-hmm. because it's it's mad max rules and when she beat up uh castello i always forget her fucking name Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Ooh, I don't know. Uh, it is, yes, Callisto. I said Castle. Callisto, yes, Callisto. Yeah, so Storm wins a fight, and now and now she's Queen of Morlocks. Uh, even and, though I'm pretty sure Callisto's fine and still leading them in the day-to-day. She's right. <laughs> she has, I, she, uh, uh, you know, Paul Atreides rules, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'll admit to not being an X-Men expert, 
my very unexperienced understanding of the Morlocks is that they're sort of the, uh, the extremely ones. less passing mutants yeah. who feel ostracized and go to live in the sewers. Yeah, basically. Yeah, okay. they're the New York, they're the New York subway sewer, the subway mutants that sort of playing with that trope. Um, I don't know if at the beginning of the Morlocks, we've done the whole like passing versus not passing conversation or if they're just uh-huh. kind of oogie. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> totally. Yeah, fucking New Mutants. You want to keep reading this a little bit? I would see, love to. Uh, just kind of see uh, uh, this Warlock stuff that plays out. We can add it to next week. I wasn't sure what we would want to do, but I'm down. Well, is there any Thor we can cut? <laughs> there is a little bit of Thor to cut. Just a little bit of Thor to cut. Actually, there's some there's some possible seriously cuttable stuff. We were going to read some Avengers next week, and I don't know how much I'm on board with that. So... Yeah. Well, we'll see what we'll see what we'll see what we can do. <laughs> hey Shane. I want it. Hello! Hello and welcome. Welcome to after a long six-week hiatus, your very own <gasps> Fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> where you have one in the gun, one of the bum, and one who is the one. We had a lot of animals. And a lot of no, oh no, <laughs> that's a, a bad animal start. Themed <laughs> things in the uh, in the comics that we read, so it would stand to reason that I would choose animal themed things for our oh, fuck Mary kill, right? I, right. Please say the puma is puma in here. Puma is your number one choice. Yes. He is puma. Right, puma I, is choice a, I smell a demon bear in the future. <laughs> 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 Rory's nose has never been wrong before, and it is not today. So the demon bear is number two. Okay. And last but not least, we gotta talk about Black Cat. Yeah. Okay. To. Okay. Now this one seems. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say this right now. This one seems like it should be an easy call because one of them is an incredibly normal looking <laughs> human woman. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but she's she got those, some problems. Yeah, she has those bad luck tendencies. Yeah, she got bad luck tendencies. She's pretty overdependent. She likes getting physically abused. It seems a little bit, or at least, uh, at least emotionally abused. I, I don't know what's going on. She's got some big problems there. I don't know how much I'm excited to marry the black cat. Uh, that's interesting well, look, because think, you know I you don't that actually be have to in- marry her. That can no, be worked into your lifestyle, right? It's only the way Peter treats her that's upsetting. If she, mm. you know, she's a grown woman. If she wants, you know, if she wants you to talk, you know, if she wants you to just belittle her, then, you know, <laughs> you know, that's allowed. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That, it's not that's ki- we're allowed. Not ki- we're not kink yeah. shaming here. Yeah. Good girl. Good girl. <laughs> <laughs> I never, how much can I pay you to never say that again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb right now and say that my Mary is going to be to Puma because I'm going <laughs> to understand what he's up to. His current wife. Yeah, that's true. Like you, can, you, can be, you can be a You can be a second ex-wife. <laughs> you can pay him to kill his wife right now and then marry him. Oh, yeah. He's like got some sort of assassin code. Well, I have to. You paid me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, the payment I, is the marriage to you. 
Oh, sure, 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 sure. Because it's priceless. Oh, that's not true. But thanks for saying it. Um, no, I think the puma is just a little cat, and uh, that's fun. He's a little cat man, and uh, he's also very rich. I feel like this is a no-brainer uh, yeah. here. I, I feel like him. he's ca- he's so annoying though. The ennui of like <laughs> nobody understands me, and it's like, yeah, we understand you perfectly. You like to do cat stuff. <laughs> 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 I feel like we understand him much more in 2022 I, than yeah, we did I feel, in the I feel like he's, a little, he's just kind of tedious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah all right. All right, so what... <laughs> I haven't decided my other two. What are you thinking, Rory? Uh, so, I guess... So, yeah, so I, I can see the potential marriage upsides with this... with with rich cat man because he's he's pretty normal like for all of his for all of his belly aching about how about how hard mild mannered rich catman <laughs> <laughs> he seems pretty emotionally stable he just likes to do a little murder for hire yeah yeah and i, so I see that. i see the marriage potential he does seem like a pretty lame lay because he's just a rich white dude who likes to play yeah. who likes to you know hunt man for sport yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, you know, he puts on those cat ears and he's like, ooh, it's kinky now. And you're like, okay, it's still boring. But <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he doesn't, he just doesn't strike me as somebody who fucks. He just doesn't mm-hmm. seem like he's got that energy. You know who uh, does fuck? Rory the bear. Oh, the demon bear. The bear for sure. I've heard grow, it said that can, bears can grow as do big fuck. as he wants. <laughs> it's been said that a bear fucks in the woods. <laughs> And I make a sound. And, I, and I'm just I'm just a little fuck slut. <laughs> Yuck. Well, it's worth it's worth noting. It's worth noting bear has multiple meanings. Yeah, it does. Um No, mine's a real nobody, bear and I'm and yeah, I don't even and it's fine. Nobody knows if we're talking about it like a grizzly bear or like that that dude who lives down the street. <laughs> yeah. Before I'm being very clear that I'm talking about the grizzly bear, the demon bear who can grow and shrink and wants to just you know. Yeah, I got taken to a bear bar once and I was gored to death. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So are you gonna fuck the bear? Are you gonna fuck the demon bear? And and I'm pretty on the record for these for these sort of once in a lifetime incredible, Mm. you know, Mm. um, incredible fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) These fucking Guinness Book of World Records fucks that I. Oh yeah. Make a wish. The Make make a Wish with Fetch Fuck Foundation. (laughs) I just want to fuck the demon bear. (laughs) Why is it a child? You can't make it a child, Andy. (laughs) There are very clear rules about fuck, marry, kill. (laughs) I like to rescind my earlier joke. I like to take that off the record. You have to bleep it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it would sound so much worse if you believed it. <laughs> yes, it would. Oh God. Uh, and uh so I I will then mar I will I'll kill Puma. I'll kill Puma. Okay. Uh because you know, mm. eat the rich. Yeah. Eat the rich. With your bear girlfriend. Uh yeah, the, yeah, that's right. And then I'm gonna marry. I'm gonna marry the sort of emotionally complex black cat. Yeah. All right. And if I have right. to, and if I have to, right. if I have to get a little nasty with her from time to time, and like that's you know that's a cross I'll bear. 
Mm. <laughs> Across I'll bear Andy. Yeah, I'm there with you. I'm there with you, okay? He's gonna bear it, Andy. The cross. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well I've I said what I said I was gonna marry I said I was gonna marry the Puma. I yeah, think Are you changing your mind? No, I'm still doing that. I I'm just I'm just sort of I'm sad. I'm going to be an extremely normie pick here. I'm going to fuck the black cat. She's really hot. She's very, very hot. I'm going to fuck black cat and I'm going to kill the demon bear if I can. But, uh, you know, if not, maybe that's how I go out too. we go out together. (laughs) Does the demon bear come to your wedding? Oh, well, maybe. But then I don't know. Do I die at my wedding? That's a good question. That's pretty sad. But you My don't technically die, you just get turned into a Native American. And then... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, you wow. get turned into in- indigenous peoples. So I get, the, yeah, the, I become incredibly complex to parse, just like this comic book <laughs> issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there will be think pieces all about this wedding, and it's going to be really bad, and I'm going to not know how to handle it. Um, oh, no. Yeah. Bad concept, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> no no that's my final answer i'm gonna kill the demon bear i'm gonna fuck felicia hardy i'm gonna marry the puma shane what do you do i you know i fuck the bear <laughs> yeah baby 100 percent. i do know that i i need to i need to demonize that bear in the sheets oh, um, oh. <laughs> he's got them yeah. long claws too and those like long yeah. skinny hamster teeth yeah, we tear it up. We tear it up together. <laughs> we go we go primal on each other. Um not not a lot needs to be said about the fucking of the bear. Uh-huh. Yep. I I kill the black cat. I respect this. I have to listen, I have to kill the black cat because because you're gay. I can't I well no. <laughs> and you wanna I'm you wanna not marry gay. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> all right, pansexual all right. bear fucker. <laughs> I just listen. I, too emotionally complex for me is a no. Is a no. Yeah. Is a non-starter. Yeah. Right? I get it. I get it. Can, you you need to be primal. You need to want to fuck. You need to want to leave. Like that. <laughs> get out. <laughs> I mean, she is kind of like that though. She does like to leave. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. No, I I kill her because I don't want none of that bad luck. I don't want her talking mm. shit about my apartment. I don't want any of that bad luck. And <laughs> y- yeah, exactly. And she's going to like clean herself on the floor and I'm just not into it. Um, <laughs> and then I, I married dude, but like mostly just because he's rich. Yeah. Hey. And I use, his, I use his money for social good. All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we all no, I, know. No, I what don't. You do. I don't know. I use you it for get, a lot of McDonald's. I buy, I buy, I buy a lot of McDonald's and PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you ever just played your PlayStation Five in the middle of a McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "What are you fucking doing? There's not even a TV here." And you're like, "Shut up! You're ruining this." Yeah, there's Wi-Fi here though. So now bring me more cheeseburgers. If you don't want me to play my stuff here, don't have Wi-Fi. It's that simple. Don't have, if you don't no, want me to I'm... hang out, don't have, don't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> you just 
sitting on a mound of burgers with your PlayStation. You just set up camp in somebody's McDonald's. (laughs) You don't want me to hang out. Don't have Wi-Fi. It's just so so much so aggressive. (laughs) Y'all, this has been Issue 64 of the Infinite Backlog. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And uh, as we always say at the end of uh, at the end of each issue, if you don't want me to hang out, don't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye. I also like Craigle because it sounds like a cereal. Really? Yeah, you got your, cra- yeah, you got your Craigle puffs or like your Craigle Craig- <laughs> mix. Craigle mix? Yeah. Like you tried to say trail mix, but you have a disease where you add extra letters and syllables. Yeah, where you poop your pants too much. <laughs> you poop your pants. Oh, Craigle mix. <laughs> could be Craigle oh, bits. Too much Craigle mix again. <laughs> oh my poor trousers who's this guy who's just like <laughs> I know it's just, my digestive system doesn't like it but I can't stop eating Craigle mix he's he's the Craigle scientist he's like the mascot <laughs> Professor Craigleman <laughs> I invented Craigle mix I love this guy. If you're like, if you're like it, me, he, he knows it makes him poop. Yeah. If, <laughs> if you're like me, you suffer from intense constipation. So I invented Craigle mix for you. I haven't had a normal BM in years. 